Craig is here after a two-week absence. I thought we fired that asshole. Yeah, he's rehired because what he does is very good. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Game Quest. We're going to kick things off in a little, uh, a little bit dysfunctional, but dysfunctional is the middle name of this podcast. It doesn't have a last name. <laughs> Game Quest dysfunctional. But uh, I'm Trace. Over there is stupid Jacob, and we've what got up? not not stupid Matt is also with us, and uh, not stupid, but also not not stupid Jordan is on the way. Uh, oh. He he had a little bit of a little bit of a hiccup in his in his evening, but rest assured, we are banding together to bring this podcast to our weekly five listeners, one of which is me at least. <laughs> what up, Cy and Ray? Uh, those and are the tricks. only other two listeners I know we have. Hey, future me, I know you're having a tough morning at work. I know you're fucking tired. I know you didn't sleep enough because you never go to bed, but you know what? It's going to be okay. That's actually just my message to mythic, anyone. Then, uh, you know, you might get that drop, so it's worth it. Honestly, mythics don't kill me. It's just that, like, I run mythics, and before I realize it, I'm like, well, because, I mean, they take about 30 minutes, and... I usually start one really without looking at the time. And then I get done. I'm like, ah, shit, it's a little late. I'm going to, I'm going to turn on, I'm going to watch something. And that's where I get, I get trapped. I can watch two hours of a show after I get off, (laughs) but I won't get off. Wow. Earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Notice I omitted the title because that is the only thing I've done in the last week. But, uh, I want to start with, I I guess, Matt, Matt, let's kick things off. We're going to, we're going to skip news. Jordan will be here shortly and he's going to share. He's the only one that ever reads anything. So, (laughs) yeah, I think he's the only one that aggregates everything because I know I post a lot of channels. So, I just don't take the time to to go through. (laughs) Can't do that, Big Daddy Jordan. Yeah, (laughs) Matt, what'd you do? What'd you? uh, How'd you kick things off? Uh, I did some Borderlands for the first thing. The new DLC they launched as the prequel to the borderlands 3 coming out in a couple of weeks here um it was decent good six seven hours long basically a long string of boss fights with some absolutely fantastic voice lines like uh you know i thought you were done mining the idiot vein uh, <laughs> i thought you were done mining for idiot but you had to go and strike a vein of dumbass like if i ever have a kid i'm using that at some point and i'm gonna laugh myself silly when i do but um <laughs> you know what when you posted that in the discord channel i thought that a a customer of the telecoms company that you work for <laughs> said that to you. And I was like, Oh boy, this dude called Matt an idiot. Oh man. Oh no, that that's happened multiple times. Sometimes <laughs> that basically daily, is your but, job, right? <laughs> that, to just get called an job. idiot by old white men for eight hours a day. And you just, uh, the old white men, they aren't bad. It's the old white women that are like, no patience, even though they've got all the fucking time in the world, because they aren't doing anything besides sitting there for fucking eight hours a day. But um, the, the old white men are racist seasons. assholes. The old white women are the uh, are the really really nasty to the representative people. But um, yeah, for so the that record, was Matt is white. Just just so <laughs> nobody thinks they've walked into like a if you couldn't tell some, by yeah, our voices. foreign supremacy uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. But um, have you played any more Destiny Two? uh possibly every day okay. like the last four weeks <laughs> i think I knew, that's i knew it was like way up there for you last week i wasn't sure if you fell off of it uh no of it's um i've caught up to the point where i'm doing like the exotic quests and shit and those are a little time consuming um it's a shit ton of content since i left last year and that's absolutely amazing to me that they've released this much shit in this last year which is it's a good thing 
um, it'll keep me busy for a long ass while yet. But seems like Bungie knows, uh, really does know how to make a good game. Just it takes time. <laughs> they did the same thing with Destiny One. I was going to say like, it's a fucking yeah. repeat of their fir- of the first Literally. title in the brand. So whatever. And all they had to do was you know take the lesson learned and not fuck it up and what they fucked it up. But well, they also they, had they to, learned. <laughs> they also had to fucking cut the leech off that is Activision Blizzard. And uh, yes, um, things are going well to say the least. We got a twenty-page single-spaced letter from the game director over this last week. Holy and shit! And which he basically poured his heart out and be like, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. This is what the team's working on. Like the kind of transparency you don't see from very many developers. So that was, that was way cool. Um, got some trailers and shit, new expansion drops in a month and a half. So that'll be okay. That was going to be my question. If you, is if you're playing the new one or not. Yeah. So when that drops, I hopefully will be fairly caught up by then. So I don't have to be going to uh, do all the old shit when I'm supposed to be doing the new shit. I'm uh, sure I also, Borderlands is going to keep you, uh, keep you sustained for long enough. Yeah, that That's why I'm glad it's not releasing on the 17th because Borderlands releases on the 13th, which would have given <laughs> me like four days before I'm, you know, behind on the power curve. But um, yeah, so Borderlands is going to take up pretty much my whole month next month. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I did run a couple of exotic missions stoned as fuck this week. So uh, hell yeah. That was fun trying to do the jumping puzzles and be like, where the fuck do I go? I may help. (laughs) How am I still in the air? (laughs) There was one where I couldn't even get past the first section. It was pissing me off so fucking bad. I was like, how the fuck? But um, yeah, that's good shit. And then um, the other thing I did, which unfortunately Lyle isn't here to corroborate my my story, is No Man's Sky released their 2.0 update this week yeah. and they've released previous updates that have been, you know, decently. They did base building. They did some exploration, you know, underwater shit. But when I logged in there, it was still like the same kind of shit. And I was like, yeah, this is, this isn't great. It's okay. Uh, so with this update, they really streamlined like the opening sections of the game. Like they've got a full on story in there. Um, did you start from zero to just pick up? From I, yeah, I started from there's, there's nice. no way in hell I was gonna, I was gonna pick up where I left off mainly because I have no clue where the hell I was, but um, <laughs> yeah, they've got s- some really cool shit. There's actual like multiplayer shit in there. Like I you can actually game. go fly to a planet and find your friend now, like they said, when the game first came out. Yeah. And you can see up to 32 people at once on PCs. So that, oh, it, that's... it's, it's dope. Like there are people like finding planets and making like a community planet where they're building cities and shit. It's, it's cool as hell. Um, I did. Cause there's this place called the Nexus, which you can, uh, I've it, done that weird. dungeon in Wrath of the Lich King before. <laughs> Not quite. Um, so basically it's like a multi multiplayer. It's kind of like the tower in destiny where you can go show off your ship, show off okay. your, your shiny armor and weapons and crap. And, um, it's where the dicks hang out pretty yep. much. Pretty much like, oh, look at this. Look what I got. Um, there's a mission terminal there where you basically just start a mission and random people could jump up. Like I did one with a German guy and a French guy. I could not understand a word they were fucking saying. <laughs> but God damn it, if we didn't have a blast building a base and then we all went our separate ways after that, the mission was done. Um, another time I had this guy randomly just following me around, just depositing literal like goo into my fucking... <laughs> inventory into your what i trade into my inventory he put his goo into your what matt 
Yeah, it was goop. Fuck, I don't remember <laughs> what the hell it's called. It was green, so it would be more like, I don't know, it was shit. And I had to keep deleting that shit out of my inventory every fucking time because this little motherfucker wouldn't stop following me around doing that shit. <laughs> but, um, like just random shit like that. I've ran into one player on a planet and we got off and we just did the points, like the Spider-Man meme, because we pretty much looked the exact same because it was early game. But um, that was fun. Um, there's a lot to it. You can get capital ships, which I got after like four hours. Um, it's survival. So if you like that kind of shit, you know, building, crafting, gathering, uh, shooting aliens, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> it's got it there. Um, I would say this is up there with Final Fantasy in terms of a game that actually, you know, fucking turned around and is doing extremely well listening to the player base, you know, but active four years later after an absolutely abysmal fucking launch in which almost nothing of what they said was going to be there uh was there so i think it's really impressive uh jordan yeah. by the way jordan is now with us welcome jordan hey sorry I'm I, late. Uh, I no, you're good uh in the intro i made a negative statement about jacob in the intro a positive statement about matt and very fittingly for you a very very neutral statement about you so <laughs> oh. I'll, let you, I'll let you hear it when you uh when you edit but welcome we're glad to have you um Matt was just discussing some No Man's Sky and how, how much that game is just fucking... I don't even want to call it a 180 because it needs more rotations. I guess it's done oh, more man. of a 540. Is this yeah, the first real Tony Hawk that did a fucking 900? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's keeping on spinning there. They're up to like 1800 by this point. Yeah, um, I was like, this is at least the third major <laughs> update that they put out, so... It's so major an update they put it a 2.0 <laughs> instead of doing fucking you know oh yeah it's no man's game no, 15.1 yeah yeah, yeah this, is, this is basically you know a new game so uh, so w with it being as old as it is is it cheap now I might pick it up it sounds fun as hell but I'm not gonna pay um, sixty dollars for it uh, right now it's twenty five bucks depending on where okay. you look so I recommend actually no you have an old PS4 don't you I, I would get it on PC then because okay. um, PS4 Pro it can handle the uh, the 30 FPS other because it is like even on crowded planets like it will drop some frames just because of mm -hmm. the nature of the game itself uh, there's really no way to optimize some of this shit I think but, uh, um, I'm seeing on Steam right now it's normally 60 it's 50% off for the next 37 hours yep fuck yeah <laughs> so they're still trying to sell at full price apparently but um Wait, Jacob, given... get a paycheck but in the next yeah i was gonna say now. yeah really but everything's free in it there's no charge to anything in this game so that's oh, really? a positive yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not even optional anything's you can buy in this yeah. game it's it's I'm actually really place. i don't think you get to do what they did on launch and then start asking for money for more content <laughs> I'll, right. after this i probably would pay for an expansion or two absolutely I'm, I'm now glad they they're themselves you know doing it for free i'm sure they're still getting massive revenue from people you know buying or rebuying as i apparently did i i didn't know i had it on playstation or else i would have <laughs> been playing it a little bit more but uh, apparently i went to load in and i was like i don't need the disc okay weird but um there were like in the nexus area there was it was like Quicksilver. And I was like, this is a fucking microtransaction currency. Did they add something? <laughs> it's like, it's just stuff you get from doing the actual quest. And then you can go and buy cosmetic shit. It's kind of cool. So the framework is there, I think, if they ever do want to add something like that. Like if they start losing too much money and are unable to fund development anymore. But um, it's not in there now, which is good. Um, there Did you is mention the fact that you actually reviewed this game? Your I, only theme review? Is it? 
Are you looking at it right now? Is Matt's like yeah, there? I just scrolled down the page and it's like recommended by your friend. And I'm like, oh, what the hell did I say? I don't remember reviewing this. Yeah, was it a positive review? Or? Yeah, was it an old one? Oh god, this is tiny. I think it says 2016. So, um, oh. yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, I've had no issues running this, and I'm completely enjoying it. Sure, it's not the deepest thing in the galaxy, but it is relaxing and fun in its own right. Can't wait for Ansel support. Yeah, that tells you how dated this is. Because holy right. crap, it's gorgeous at times. <laughs> and that was the extent of your review. That, okay, yeah, I mean, it's it was those things until, you know, <laughs> 10 hours into it. And 2016 yeah. was a more positive time in our lives. That is 100% true. <laughs> oh at least the were first so much simpler back then. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, god damn it. Um, but yeah, there's VR support for it. That is apparently really good, according to Lyle. And uh Probably all I can that, say on that. Go get it. Go play it. Come join yeah. us, and we'll build I, a great monument to Game Quest. I um, oh, am going to check Game out Quest that VR. What was that, Jacob? I said, "Come to Game Quest Planet." Planet oh, we totally Game can. Quest? Just find something oh, like so. fucking purple like and gold, and let's go for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Game Quest One, Two, and so on and so forth. We have discovered this. It is ours because <laughs> now discoveries are now permanent, uh, which is. A fantastic thing because before they would if you named a planet it would be gone three months later but now oh, apparently man, they are sticking around sucks. yeah that means so. the game and watch cast planet is no longer in existence because <laughs> i definitely much. named one of those just like the podcast <laughs> just like the podcast rest in peace it lives on inside of two of us <laughs> one of us I, was, I tried to go back and listen to the one episode that i was on and i couldn't find it anywhere the one that you and i went on yeah the one that i fucking destroyed you on that trivia round yeah yeah okay. oh shit <laughs> uh, on youtube i have no idea which one that would be but anyway cool. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, did you do anything else i did so this next one is a movie that i completely fucking forgot existed even after being really excited for the trailer that dropped last year um i don't know if you guys have watched hero with Jet Li at all, um, or House of Flying Daggers, I think was another one of his. Uh, basically, it is one. one of the like most prolific uh, wuxia, hopefully I'm saying that right, directors, um, kung fu movies, and he came out with a new one called Shadow that finally got a US release on uh, Blu-ray uh, this week, last week, something like that. And I saw a tweet by James Gunn saying that it was now his favorite movie of the year. And I watched it, and goddamn, this is a fantastic fucking movie. Like, uh, basically, all the sets, all the costumes, all the weapons are done in grayscale. So the oh. only color is, like, their skin, like, the blood, and that kind of shit. Like, some of the greenery and, and like, around and, and crap like that. But it's fantastic. Uh, it's not as action-packed as previous ones have been. Like, it's more a little more political. But um, honestly, that's what I like in Kung Fu shit or uh, not Kung Fu, but I've been watching a lot of uh, Kurosawa stuff, you know, Uh old samurai movies. And it's totally, you know, all political. And yeah, some dudes will get cut down, but it's nothing, you know, like it is now when you go watch a samurai movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if the story's good, then fuck yeah. Give me some time. And this one had like so many twists and turns and it, it was like hero like the characters don't have names like one is commander or you have the king or sister or madam and mm. then you've got like general that kind of shit i think well the bad guy was the only one with the name it was general yang and but that was like his family so but when the action does get going like it's 
absolutely fucking gorgeous. Like there are some slow-mo shots of the guys like training kind of to beat the general. And they're in like this yin-yang circle and there's water going and she's got a fucking staff. I, I don't know. It's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> um, there are several points in the movie where I just wanted to pause it because it was like a fucking painting, like just a black and white painting, even though it wasn't black and white. It was just the sets and costumes and shit. And I don't know. The ending was fucking absolutely bonkers. Uh, there's a scene that's in the trailer, so it's not going to spoil too much, where um, they use these umbrellas, right? They're like got blades on them, except it's raining. So they're going down like this boulevard in the city where they're sitting on the umbrellas, spinning around, using another umbrella to protect themselves and using these hand-mounted crossbows to shoot the fucking archers in the roofs and shit. And it's just one of the coolest fucking practical practical effect things I have ever fucking seen in my life. And I was just like giddy with joy over that. <laughs> um, I highly recommend it. I got it on um, Amazon. I Could think you repeat I the title? Shadow. Shadow. Um, I have to play devil's advocate and also warn people. Uh, this is also the director of that atrocious Matt Damon, The Great Wall movie. This is the no. first one he's done in years that has yeah. been good. Let's Please put it that don't, way. Don't look at that movie and think that that is him. Uh, I easily relate it to when Kevin Smith made that fucking was it Bruce Willis movie? I don't even know. Uh, Die Hard. Uh, Die Hard. What yes, you're talking about? Yeah, but it's like it's somebody who definitely does not belong in Hollywood making a Hollywood movie and. The Great Wall is a great fucking example of that because that movie was bad. Uh, I'm surprised bad. he even made it. <laughs> Money uh, must so, have been good. So I guess, but yeah, don't don't look at that movie and think that that's who this guy is. Um, yeah, go watch Hero and think that's what this is because Hero yeah. is fucking excellent. Hero's good. Flying Daggers is good. Um, even uh, Golden Flat Curse of the Golden Curse of the Golden Flower. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of really good shit. Very traditional uh, Chinese take Ancient, on, on like, martial arts. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming your absolutely. preview says from the director of The Great Wall and just don't. Uh, don't. Yeah. yeah. Don't. Don't. Don't even look at that piece of shit. Like, no. Yeah. How yeah. many hands anyway. did that have to go to and not one of them was like, Hey, maybe we should like not put this on the cover as like a selling point because people didn't really like it. Well, how many well, people had their hands in that fucking movie and that shit still made it to theaters? I mean, that's a lot of movies, but like, I don't know. It's the same sort of thing, especially when Shyamalan was on his downturn. It's like from M. Night Shyamalan. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. really? After Lady in the Water, you're going to slap his name on the front of shit? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, they should have just because in the trailer, it's like Great Wall Hero. With hero that would have been a whole lot better um yeah good movie go watch it if you like kung fu and political machinations and wires and i can't watch kung fu movies because every time i watch them i just want to be a fucking ninja dude it drives ariel <laughs> crazy i'm just walking around going what the and you know like karate chopping the cutting board and she fucking hates it but my friend, <laughs> oh god my friend nolan used to have this thing where Every time he would get a little bit of liquor in him, he wanted to kick everything. He always wanted to try and kick shit. He'd be like, hey, I bet you I can kick as high as your head. Or when we'd be playing slap the bag with a with a bag oh, of wine, fuck, dude. He'd uh he'd he'd want to kick the bag. He'd he'd want someone to hold it up above their head, and he wanted to roundhouse kick the bag. So when the bottle cap challenge rolled around, 
he actually fucking did really well with it. Really? He, yes, he was like fucking trained. It was so stupid. It was just like some drunken reflex, and he was able to do it. That's hilarious. He really, he really missed an opportunity to invent the bottle cap challenge there. Like, uh, yeah. Also, for real. we should point out that this dude used to be our substitute teacher uh, in high school. <laughs> yeah, that's how I became. What a fucking homie! Huh. He's awesome. That's what I have to say to that. <laughs> huh. <laughs> huh. Jacob, actually, Matt, is that everything for you? That is everything I do. You're such a busy man every week. You just make me feel like the worst fucking dork in the world. <laughs> you are hard at work. It ain't easy being a nerd like Matt. That's <laughs> true. I'm fucking on point and I don't do shit. <laughs> you think I got oh, all this free time to watch movies and fucking play games? Nope. No, I just like to fucking delay the podcast two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> all right well Look, jacob <laughs> no i'm i'm joking no no no. tell me about your week uh you, i watched two things this did week did you think i was reprimanding you like jacob no, no. <laughs> uh i binged all of the boys in about two days um and it's fucking fantastic i mean i'm sure you guys have already talked about it because it's you know been out for a few weeks so i don't really need to rehash anything but it it might be my favorite show of the year uh, it's fucking so good. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about it, but people haven't seen it. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if Jordan had seen it, I <laughs> I would say some stuff, but I don't want to spoil anything. Just so, just so we're clear, I, I want to explain the premise of this show just so you guys can tell me if I'm right or wrong. So this show is about a group of, do they have powers for starters? Do the, the boys, boys have powers? The boys do not have power. Well, okay. one of them, one of them. Does. Okay, so it is a group of essentially regular vigilantes fighting heroes because they are causing a fuckload of collateral damage, but they are only being praised for their good acts. They're yeah. basically like... They're villains to everybody except for people that live with them. No, they're, uh, they're just villains, or, flat out. It, it's all it's very corporate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I will say that... Uh, when Brightburn came out, I was like, this is what I fucking want from a superhero movie. And the boys has doubled down on the fucking brutality of superpowers in the best way possible. Uh -huh. And the guy playing Homelander needs some kind of award because he's fucking terrifying. But oh, my God. Oh my. All right, Jacob, what else, um, what else did you do about the boys before well, we have to sit here and dance around I, spoilers any longer? I got one more just kind of funny thing about the boys. It's not really anything about the show itself. Uh, but a few months ago at the theater, you know, when I had a job and worked there, um, <laughs> we had a screening and they were giving out hats and the hats said fuck soups on them. And I was like, Oh, that's fucking funny. Like it, it I wore it in front of like my supervisors at work and stuff like that. Um, and then <laughs> it, it turned out it was for the boys. So I, I have some boys merch that I had no idea of. Hell I yeah. owned or Sell that shit. Know, I, didn't, I didn't even know what the show was when uh now I'm kind of pissed I didn't go to that screening that we had but <laughs> yeah um, that's fucking weird that a theater yeah it must have just been the first episode too that's wild okay um and then I started watching but haven't finished uh what we do in the shadows I think I'm about four episodes in uh, and it's again everything that I wanted it to be and more. That's one of my favorite movies I think ever. Um, and the fact that the show is just as good as the movies are is—I mean, you you couldn't ask for anything more for a adaptation. Is not the right word, but you know what I mean. 
continuation like an extension yeah, yeah, continuation, yeah. yeah. Uh, we didn't cover that last week but that's on hulu now yes it is thank you jermaine clemens for posting on twitter uh and informing us otherwise i would have not known <laughs> yeah i loaded up to watch my nightly american dad and i was like oh shit look at this <laughs> and then i just watched american dad how long have you been watching your nightly American dad? Because I'm curious as to how many times you've watched the series. Uh, it, it's the new nightly show. The thing you kind of put on to go to sleep to. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're one of those folks. Was, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, uh, you set the sleep timer on the TV, 30 minutes, like just give me some noise so I can go to sleep. I just um, need a constant stream of like stuff going into my brain. So I don't have to be alone with my thoughts. Um, I basically just put the TV on yeah, until I, I mean, pass out. So I don't have to think about how miserable I am all the time. You mean alone with hundred percent. That's like it. Your, your, your thoughts like the, yeah. You know, yep. All of them. Yeah. The many T H O T S is that you, that you fall asleep with. You fucking rabble rabble. Yeah. I don't know if your family listens. I love my wife. Thank you very much. <laughs> nah, I shouldn't give a fuck. She doesn't listen to this shit. <laughs> she gets enough of it just from the one end. Yeah, that's that's actually why I wanted to start later days because she had shit going on. So I figured I could be <laughs> annoying and she wouldn't have to listen to us record. That's a good uh, plan. Yeah. And then I actually I forgot about one thing. I started watching the new season of the Venture Brothers, which again is fucking awesome. Uh I don't know how long it's been since the previous season. Um while but very good so if you're into the the older shit this shit's just as good <laughs> fucking love the venture bros dude yeah. Jeez. that's, that's pretty that much even coming back all right uh, i still haven't gotten my fucking graphics card from zotac because they're pieces of shit did you send it uh, out? Sent it no, I haven't sent it back because you're the piece of shit. No, thing. no, no. Blasting their <laughs> okay. fucking name on here because you're an I'm, idiot. I'm gonna I'm about to leave this round of Overwatch that we're winning so I can read you this email they sent me about the RMA that makes no fucking sense to me. Uh, <laughs> it's worded so fucking weird that I I don't know how I should send it back. Uh just say what. So in, in this in the steps it says send only the Zotac product in its original condition. Do not include the box, cables, accessories, etc. Okay. But then step five, it says ensure the contents are secured in proper packaging. So, like, it should be in the box it came in, right? No, no. Just fucking bubble wrap. It should it. be safely packaged in a box with in, it's in a fucking, package. It's safely packaged in the box it's in. Why would well, I? They why would you don't do want it. They just want to fucking cut it out of the wrap, look at the serial number. They don't want to unbox your bullshit and undo all the fucking plastic and all of that meticulous packaging that they put work into making <laughs> for no yeah. fucking reason. Well, so I, I emailed them back to clarify because I was like talking to someone. They said, hey, here's your RMA number, blah, blah, blah. If you have any questions, email me back. I emailed them back on Friday. Didn't get a reply. I was like, you know, whatever. It's the end of the week. Maybe they close early. I don't know. Ask didn't expect anything extension. on Saturday or Sunday and then didn't reply to me at all today. Uh, I thought maybe at some point, uh, Laura, I, I don't know how to pronounce your last name, but I hope you're listening from Zotac customers. Oh, you're doxing support. people now because of your your fucking ineptitude. All right. No, I called I I called out Raphael last week also, uh, who was the other person <laughs> that's true. That passed me on. He's the uh, worst of the Ninja these Turtles, are, man. These are fake fucking names. These aren't even <laughs> yeah. real names. You know. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, so look, yeah. Jacob. If it makes you feel any better, um, Zotac is a Hong Kong company, and I don't know if you know or not, but they're going through some shit right now. So, oh, are they? You, you <laughs> might just oh wait, Hong Kong, not the company. I understand what you're saying now. <laughs> yes. So, you know, cut them some slack. I don't know. <laughs> 
they've only got. You're right. I didn't think about protesting right now. I take back every bad thing I said about Zotac. Keep doing what you're doing. Understaffed. In actuality, you're probably dealing with a United States office. I'm assuming. No, I totally am. But still, no. Laura, come on. No, Laura's a fake name unless she's from the South. What? What? It's fake. I'm that, calling it. That doesn't even... Only people born in the South are named Laura? Yes. That's not even true. Only only old... I mean, I can't think of a person I know named Laura I can think is an old person from the South, and she's old. Uh, I, I know a Laura that was from Kingman. All right. That's the South. I mean, Kingman's technically in the Southern <laughs> half of the United States. <laughs> Southwest. <laughs> My aunt's name is Laura, and she's not from the South. Okay, let's just put an end to this. I know no, you're lying. I don't believe you. Okay, prove it. What's your address? Say it on the podcast right now. Seven. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> just put Laura in a seven on a package. It'll get there. It'll get <laughs> like letters mailed to Santa Claus. Like Laura yeah. seven. They know exactly where it goes. That's, uh, that's exactly right. That's pretty much it. Uh, I got a, a 4K DVD player today. Thanks, mom. She sent it to me for my birthday. So I'm excited to finally watch all the 4K discs I have. Uh, I'm going to force Ariel to watch Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. Uh, probably tomorrow, probably back to back. So I'm excited for that. Um, nice. You're excited yeah, for you your seven hour day? Yes. <laughs> Those good movies. All right, Jacob, was that everything you did? Yeah. Um, well, I, I've pretty much already dropped everything that I did, but I've been... Oh, okay, again, well, I wasn't here. I don't know. Hammering away at World of Warcraft. I've been doing mythics. Trying to, I, I rededicated myself to getting flying, and so I'm just trying to get all of my rep shit done for every day, and the then fucking grind, dude. Yeah, it is a serious grind, but it's so worth it because I'm flying is fucking invaluable. I heard Nazatar's like fucked too if you don't have flying. It is insanely difficult. Like doing all all of the quests there takes all or clearing everything that gives you rep there takes like two hours maybe really? i'm just fucking slow yeah if you're if you're listening and you're faster than me for starters Carry invite me, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah starters invite me and two tell me i'm fucking wrong so yeah wrong. and then <laughs> well, i'm always wrong especially in your eyes um <laughs> no you know what you're right i i did ask the question i brought this world War <laughs> on myself you're right. <sighs> You're right. Oh, oh my God. I'm right. Hang on. I'll be right back. I got to go mark my calendar. Yeah. Get the sound clip. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, other than yeah that, I'll pull that out. We've honestly just been staying up on my hero, watching a couple episodes a night. Um, we watched this. is. I know this isn't like complete nerd culture. It's actually quite opposite of nerd culture. It's like dickhead douchebag culture. But watch the UFC fights this, this weekend. Knew this was coming. It was the best fight card that I have watched in, I'm going to say at least 12 to 24 months. Like as far wow. as, as in terms of a pay-per-view event, the, the co co-main event, which isn't actually a title of on the card, but I just call it that. Cause it came before the uh, co-main was Yoel Romero and Paulo Costa, which in my, in my brain, Yoel Romero should not have the fucking chiseled body of a statue at his age. <laughs> And it's highly suspect to me, and he's been caught roiding before. Paulo Costa has also like been 90? caught cheating. Is no, he's weird? he's like late thirties, but has a fucked body. I'll show you later. <laughs> um, and you then he, he has fighting, a fucked body or a fuck body. Fuck body, like <laughs> it's fucked. What he what his body looks like for his age. And then he fought Paulo Costa, who Paulo Costa received a fine and some I I think some suspension time over a an IV violation because when the fighters are trying to make weight, 
they dehydrate themselves mm-hmm. and to prevent people from cutting unhealthy amounts of weight and then rehydrating with an IV, you're not allowed to use an IV between weighing in and fighting. And so you have to rehydrate naturally. But Paulo Costa, one of his fucking cornermen took a picture in their hotel room and he's sitting there with an IV bag hanging above his head. And someone was like, ah, uh, <laughs> your teammate just posted that you're cheating. So I was, I was happy to see the fucking two jacked roid mongers go at it. The co-main was Nate Diaz's first fight and he fought Anthony Pettis. That was the first time that they fought in, uh, well, it's the first time that Nate Diaz has fought since he fought Conor McGregor three years ago. Oh, Nate, speaking of Conor McGregor, did you see him punch that old dude in the head at a bar? Yeah, and you know the story behind that is he walked in, bought a shot of his of his what I've heard is shitty whiskey <laughs> for the entire bar, and and the old man refused it. Conor put the glass back in front of him. The old man refused it, and Conor got pissed and punched him. Which, if that's the case, someone just needs to fucking I don't. I'm not gonna say. I would say beat the shit out of Conor McGregor, but he can whoop ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the world's ass. So I guess someone needs to just fucking tase the idiot for like a good minute. And then uh, the main event was very impressive because this was, was a heavyweight fight, which heavyweight fights are usually feast or famine. If they're not over in the first round, it's going to be a long five rounds. If it's a championship fight, because they're just big dudes and they got small gas tanks because they burn a lot of fuel. <laughs> and it was the, the reigning champ against the former champ who lost his belt to Daniel Cormier, which is Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic. Stipe Miocic was kind of getting pieced up by Cormier for the better part of three rounds. And Cormier's corner was yelling at him to keep his hands up because he wasn't respecting, he wasn't uh, showing respect to Stipe. And Stipe can knock a lot of people out. He's knocked out many, many folks. I don't I've seen like two UFC fights in my life. And one was the Stipe fight and the other one was the, Nganu fight where he fucking kicked that dude in the head and dropped him to the ground. Oh, yeah. Well, and then Stipe fought Nganu and fucking made him look like a bitch. So, really? yeah. And so Stipe is no joke, but Daniel knocked Stipe out the first time they fought. So, in the fourth round, Stipe, for whatever reason, decides to throw a left hook to Daniel's body and it connects like pretty good. He does it again, it connects. And in the course of two minutes, stuns Daniel with a left hook to the body. Follows up with with some uh, with some shots to the head and drops Daniel and finishes the fight to win in the fourth round after getting fucking worked for three rounds. It was very yeah. impressive, and that is what makes a championship UFC fighter. So, with that being fucking over, Jordan, what the hell did you do this? <laughs> oh, well, oh God, well, it's my turn. You, um, yeah, are you awake now? Sorry. Did you- <laughs> oh, sorry, I blacked out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I did a bunch of stuff, man. Men. <laughs> the, first, the first thing on my list here, is, uh, I played a game called Roombo First Blood, and is that- tell me it's about a Roomba going Rambo? Yes, it's pretty much that. No. <laughs> it's like a pseudo stealth game where you play a sentient Roomba. Yeah, you know, not you know, no copyright violations yeah. here, uh, and, and you're in a house you know where you live and the do you wear a red there. bandana no well you get one okay um yeah you you get one well, i think you get one uh maybe not anyway <laughs> <laughs> people break into the house like the the premise here is you are defending your home against people who break into your house and so it's it's got these um weird mechanics so you're just cruising around and if the people see you 
for some reason they attack you uh the you're a <laughs> i don't know why they would like not just steal you but you kind of have to like hide under furniture <laughs> and the objective of the burglars obviously is to go and steal like the valuable shit so you can like vacuum up like knives and then shoot them at them oh nice <laughs> or you can like hack into the fan and make it like overload and like drop on their head and stuff <laughs> it's just it's this weird little i wouldn't really call it like a puzzle game uh, it's just like this fun weird kind of beat it like i don't really know how to describe it it's it's weird it's like a you'll see vision cones and shit you'll see like footprints from where they're walking and stuff like that so it's this like stealth game with really unique like puzzly combat let's say the real kicker here is that when all is said and done once you killed all the burglars you have a minute to like clean up as much as you possibly <laughs> so <laughs> it it's fucking wild i don't know i i think you should check it out it's fucking three dollars oh shit on steam so drop a couple bucks check it out i was pretty disappointed apparently i don't know if you ever change houses if you ever like move to a new house and have like a different landscape but the first three levels were the same house. The only difference was levels one, two, and three had one, two, and three burglars, respectively. Mm. And on the third level, I hit the third person with a fan, and they flew outside the map and never came back. So <laughs> um, that was a little bit of a bummer. And if you suck up enough blood, you go into um, like rampage mode or, or some some sort of powered up mode, right? Where you can press mm. the space bar, you can just straight up ram into the people. It's pretty fucking... It's wild. It's fun. I don't know. Check it out. I also I played this weird little indie game called The Unclearness. Okay. And I wanted to check it out because it gave me serious Max Payne vibes. I don't know. And I know that like Max Payne as an indie game is probably pretty terrible, but I still wanted to check it out anyway. And it turned out to be not the greatest thing I've ever played. <laughs> it does have like a slow-mo thing. It is supposed to be like this sort of detective thriller. I will just say it's 20 bucks and don't buy it. <laughs> the, the, re the reason I came to that conclusion is one of the first things you do is you climb up this fire escape to the top of this building. And it's I mean, you know what a fire escape looks like, right? It's got the railings on the flat part, but the stairs do not have a railing. I got to the very top and accidentally fell off because I was just like running so fast. I just ran through the gap. And like I fell all the way to the bottom and there was like no fall damage. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a little short sighted, but whatever. So I ran back up again. I get a gun and like this weird futuristic ship shows up and these bad guys step out. And I'm like, huh, got a gun. I guess I'll shoot them. Ended up shooting. There were like four or five of them. And like as I fired the gun, they didn't even notice I was there. Like there was no recognition of the gunshots whatsoever. And I'm like, OK, this is like a little strange, but that's cool. Could you I kill him? Down. I did kill him. Yeah. OK. Um, but I get back down to the bottom and there's more bad guys and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just going to like sneak around and kill these guys. And I stepped around a corner behind a dude and he straight up turned around and fucking wasted my ass. <laughs> <laughs> like he knew exactly where the fuck I was, even though these other fucking idiots couldn't hear a goddamn thing. They were all decoys. They were all he was only decoys, a real apparently. one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm going to stand with my back to him as soon as he fucking walks around that corner. So it's just this janky weird thing. I what a weird name for a game even so yeah i don't know I, I felt like i needed to check that out uh let's see what else did i do i played a game called dark uh d-a-r-q and this was actually i first noticed that i mean it was announced a while ago and i think i probably heard about it but 
there was a news story that the developers behind this turned down a chance to be an Epic exclusive. And I was like, oh, okay, that's like the first we're hearing about that sort of thing. So yeah. let's see what this game's all about. And it was like you watch the trailer and it's this surreal looking horror puzzler where you're like you're you're in a dream or a nightmare and the main action you have is like you manipulate gravity a little bit you walk up walls and do all sorts of weird shit that involves weird gravity and it's like a side scroller but sometimes you can go like forward and back and it actually looks pretty cool so i checked it out and first hour or so i was like oh this is like a pretty dope game if you like a horror puzzler and doesn't seem like it's doing anything like crazy new but it's 20 bucks. I don't know. Worth it. We're checking. Yeah, we're worth checking out if you like that sort of thing. But I went to the Steam page and I looked at the reviews. This is where it gets interesting. Five of the first like six reviews are like, yo, I bought this because they didn't go to Epic. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Huh. OK. All right. Now, now it's getting really fucking interesting because there was like one person who's like, I'd never even heard of this, but I bought it just because of that. And I'm like, OK. Is there actually some sort of, is that like a new business decision? Are people that fucking <laughs> pissed off? I don't, I don't really understand, but otherwise, I mean, it's a pretty cool game. It reminds me of, um, little nightmares. Okay. In that it's this, yeah, it's, I never played little nightmares. I only saw it, but that's kind of what it looks like. It's like gray and dark and kind of cutesy looking, but in like a mm. Tim Burton nightmare before Christmas sort of way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I had fun with it. I'll probably keep playing it. Uh, then I checked out a game called Dog Duty. D-O-O-D-Y? <laughs> uh, no, like, like military duty. Oh, dang it. Um, this was, and there, there are no dogs in this, by the way. I don't, I don't know where that name comes from. <laughs> I first saw it. It was like the announcement that it was hitting early, early access. And it was like commandos inspired game. Dog Duty hits early access. And I'm like, oh shit. I fucking love the commando series. Like real time strategy super punishing all that sort of stuff i'm like oh okay i might like this so i pulled it up and the main menu the intro screen is all like super pixelated right like oh it's one of those of course but then you get into the game and it's a top-down view it's isometric and it's all like ps1 polygonal oh like it's really fucking weird so it really threw me for a loop immediately but it is a lot like commandos in that it's in the way it's controlled it's micro rts you're moving guys to corners and shit like that but it's really action-packed it's like real fast Mm -hmm. and you don't really there's not like much consequence like you can get shot and die but it's not like oh one dude sees you in the wrong spot and you're toast right Mm -hmm. so i'm like this is kind of fun then i get to the end of the first level and i get inside this fucking truck and i'm like oh that's gonna take me to the next level that's gonna be cool whatever no you actually drive the truck it's like this big ass open world thing and you you hold the left mouse button to accelerate and you like aim with the mouse and you're just fucking driving around. Uh, and I'm like, this is kind of a cool idea to give you this open world as somebody who's been playing 80 hours of Metal Gear Solid 5 the past <laughs> couple of weeks. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is kind of neat, you know? And I get to the next mission area and it's kind of more like the first one with like a few new weapons and shit like that, but pretty cool game. I don't know. Like, did any of you guys play Commandos at all? I'm feel like I, matt's the most likely candidate yeah i've never really been oh, in rts let me look it up hold on uh pretty old game by now i want to say commandos 2 which was like my favorite one came out in like 2002 uh world war ii setting now when oh, you say it has yeah like, i played this when you say it has ps1 like graphics in a is it in a good way or like oh this I looks mean, like shit 
No, I mean, like they're they're polished, but they're like, you know, imagine Laura Croft and how she was like very polygonal mm-hmm. or like you think of Virtua Fighter back in the day. Like it looks like that, like they're low detail, but you can definitely tell that they're polygons. Yeah, but it's not rough. It's not like pixelated. It's not it's really hard to describe. And I've kind of been wondering, like when that as we cycle back in the retro game series, like here's your 8-bit stuff, here's your 16-bit stuff. When yeah. is that sort of shit going to come back? And I wonder if this is going to be, like, part of that. Because it does have, like, a unique-looking style. But yeah, Matt, you did play Commandos? I did, way back when. Did you like it? I don't remember it. I just remember <laughs> the art ah, style. <laughs> you just remember doing it? Uh, well, good news for you and me. Commandos 2 is getting an HD re-release. So, uh, <laughs> so, that's, so that's Dog Duty. It's it's 10 bucks. I The game is not Dog Duty, is what you're saying. Dog yeah, duty is not dog duty. <laughs> like it might turn into dog duty at some point, but <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was fine so far. Ah, but then into the stuff that I played and liked a lot. Well, okay. Before I, before I say that, I should probably talk about Wolfenstein Youngblood. Um, oh God. Is Wolfenstein it- Youngblood. So here's, here's what I was thinking. Right. And I think like a lot of people, I'm like, oh, I liked the last two Wolfensteins. Like those mm-hmm. were pretty good adaptations. Oh, it's made by Arcane? Like, well, fuck yeah, I love Prey and the Dishonored games, sure. Then I get in there, and it's got like this uh, Halo ODST quality to it, where it's like an open world, and you're essentially just doing like side missions the whole time. But then there's the fact that the side missions are like really fucking boring. <laughs> and the enemies are, some of the enemies are just like way too fucking strong. So it led me to believe that this is a game that really has to be played in co-op or not at all, essentially. Even though your your co-op partner as an AI is pretty useful. Like the coolest thing that this game does is you have a boost, I think they call it. So you're playing two sisters, you're playing BJ Blazkowicz's daughters. And at any point in time, you can look at your sister and hit, I think it's like up on the D-pad and you'll either give her a thumbs up or some devil horns. <laughs> <laughs> and when you do that, you both either get health or armor, respectively. What the fuck? <laughs> and that's actually really cool. Like the dynamic between the sisters, even though they're like a little cringy at times, their personalities, th- that dynamic is actually really cool. And then there's also the shared life system. So if one of you goes down, you can either, you know, get picked up by the other or bleed out and die. If you bleed out and die, you both lose a life. Like you have one life between the two of you. So it's, you're really connected together. And when you, as the player go down, the AI is actually really good about getting over and picking you up like almost immediately. So I thought that was pretty useful, but like you need somebody putting out a lot more damage next to you. Like you absolutely need that. So uh, unfortunately, I think that they really missed a step here from both like a storytelling standpoint and a gameplay standpoint like if you don't have anyone to play with like i understand it's a 30 dollar game or 40 dollar game whatever it is so it's not like a full price thing but it also was kind of disappointing to get into the game and be like oh yeah bj killed hitler and now he left he's in paris and you're like what i didn't get to kill hitler what the <laughs> fuck i didn't see mecha hitler in the last game what? so yeah uh, that that's, that's gonna be the next main line yeah Let's i'm start. hoping I've heard some things about the story at the end of this game, because let's be real, I'm not going to finish it. And it led me to believe that Wolfenstein 3, the proper next Wolfenstein, is going to be like, here's you going to kill Hitler slash Mega Hitler. Mecha Hitler, I'm sorry. The stuff from Youngblood happens in between. And then you're playing after 
this game. So it's going to like jump mm. in the next oh. one, which. Man, BJ is going to be old as fuck by that point. Oh, he's, he's old as fuck. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, his daughters at this point are. They got to be like mid 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And so I don't know. He's like one last mission sort of thing. (laughs) Um, That's that's what I'm assuming and kind of hoping that the next Wolfenstein is going to work. But anyway, other shit. Matt, do you remember me telling you probably about six months ago now about Absalov End of Gods? And I was like, yo, it's a cyberpunk Norse mythology game. Horror game. Is that ringing any bells it's an absolute 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 end of god right? yes, this one yeah i played yeah that yeah so this came out and it's actually really fucking cool i know you're not big into the horror stuff were you digging it i was digging i forgot i even had this quite honestly <laughs> i think i played one night that like, this is cool that i forgot about it hmm. um fuck yeah the, the idea behind it was way cool so i'm gonna have to get back into that yeah it's it's your standard kind of uh, Soma or amnesia style horror game. There are some, we'll call them combat elements, but you're not like picking up weapons and shooting guns and shit like that. But the really cool thing about it is I think the story in the world are actually really fucking unique and also badass because it does have the Norse mythology shit that a lot of people just experienced in like God of War just all throughout this horror setting and they're talking about the Bifrost and they're talking about these other realms and shit. And it's really fucking neat. Um, I can't recommend it enough. Probably my favorite horror game of the year of the past couple years. Like oh, it's, really? just, it's just so much more inventive than any of the, you know, the run of the mill ones that have come mm-hmm. out that are like, Oh, I want to jump on this craze. I want to do this. I want to have like weird vagina monsters. Cause I'm afraid of women or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't even remember the name of that game. That's I was say, what game are you referencing? Uh, I'm gonna have to find it at some point, but I will do that later. <laughs> um, Absolve's cool, and it it was only twenty bucks, and I'm like, oh fuck, like that's the perfect price for this sort of thing. I don't think that it's very long. I, I feel like, especially judging by the collectibles, there's like this. Um, I don't even know how to describe. It. It's like a rune stone or something that's like your collectible item. Um, I have like more than half of those and I'm maybe two, three hours in. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So not incredibly long. It does though do, you know, how games nowadays, ever since Batman came out, they're like, oh, we need some sort of like detective vision, right? Yeah. <laughs> we need to have some sort of vision that shows you things that you can't normally see. And I think their implementation of this is really fucking stupid. Hey, Cabela's <laughs> big game hunter did it first. Actually, there you go. Cabela's. Yeah, we, <laughs> oh my God. I actually, years. I, yeah. I would bet money on the fact that sniper elite probably did it for, I don't know. I'm just making that up. Um, I didn't play it. So I, I don't. <clears throat> so you start as this girl and the first thing, the first thing you are doing or is being done to you is you're laying on this table and there's this robot operating on what is apparently your vocal cords. And you have these statues of like the gods above you and everything. And it totally reminded me of portal. Like the robot's voice totally fucking reminds me of Gladys. It's is it Wheatley. Oh, Gladys. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, but anyway, through that process, they, they tell you to go over to this like terminal or something. And they're like, boom, there you go. Now you have our site. Now you can see what we see. And I'm like, these people sure seem like bad guys. I don't really, I don't really understand what this is all about, but I'm sure that'll be fine. And so then you have this site where you can just, it's, it's essentially a black light. You like 
find your first recording and this person's like hey thank odin you're safe like literally says that and you need to follow the you need to use your site and follow the clues i've left for you to get out alive and i'm like what i don't really understand the purpose of the purpose of them giving you the site and then a completely different person who had nothing to do with this i'm assuming knowing that you have the site and leaving you clues that are written in this fucking invisible ink like giving you door codes right next to the door it's <laughs> it's kind of weird i don't that's the only like my only hang up about this game and otherwise really good atmosphere really good use of like north norse mythology and it's just unique as fuck <laughs> i don't know like with the batman games i kind of i pointed this out actually i watched my friend's kid playing them when i was over at his house one time and uh i think that sometimes maybe not you guys i think i can under <clears throat> can understand it kind of the want to break away from something that's just like so grindy and like think heavy sometimes it's kind of good to just be spoon-fed a decent story yeah i think <clears throat> yeah every now and then obviously i would never want every game to just fucking hold my hand but like the batman games pretty much just guide you where you need to go and then you listen to the dialogue and you fight enemies and well no i mean I don't want to be detrimental to those games in general. I think they're fantastic games, but like the problem with that detective vision style thing is that you so rarely have any incentive to turn it off. Right. Like I played those Batman games with that on like a hundred percent of the time. And when I did actually turn it off, I'm like, wow, this game actually looks really fucking good when it's not like sepia toned and fucking weird. So, and and this game's like that, like that site gives you like a night vision effect. So, you know, in the dark areas you can see better and, walk up to these skinless fucking monsters with antlers on their head. It's anyway, <laughs> play that game. Uh, only got a couple more here. Rebel galaxy outlaw. Matt, have you, I have a little bit oh. because no Matt's guy kind of took me away from it, but yeah, real quick on rebel galaxy outlaw real fucking quick. I did not like the first game. I yeah, don't I remember didn't at all. I remember absolutely nothing about what it was, but it was not this. It, um, rebel <laughs> It was bad. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was like a it was like a strategy more like a strategy type game, right? Yeah. And it just controlled um, real wonky, is what I remember. So yeah. Okay. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is a prequel, but this time it is essentially a mashup of Grand Theft Auto, TIE Fighter, fucking Freelancer, let's throw some more old ass games at you, and what I really wanted No Man's Sky to be when it first came out. <laughs> it is it's a controlled universe, you know, so you're not, it's not procedurally generated or anything like that, but it is a space Western with the fucking best of them. If you want to be reminded of shit like Firefly, like play Rebel Galaxy Outlaw for sure. The coolest part of this is even though they recommend you play with a gamepad, controller, whatever you want to call it, mm. you can play this game with a Hotas. And oh shit, there, there's a pretty fucking legit pool mini game in here. You can also play the pool mini game with the Hotas. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't bad oh, i'm totally doing that it ain't it's like aiming with it and boom hell yeah oh my god yeah it's satisfying as fuck uh so yeah play that game if you like space stuff you really want to play something that feels like it came out of the fucking uh, nine, the, late 90s the, early the 2000s. late 90s but looks really fucking good and you want to do some dog fighting and trading and all this other shit. It's, it's a good ass game. Do you remember a game called space Rangers? Uh, like, I, I know the name, but I, I doubt I'd be able to like pick it out of a lineup. <laughs> this rebel galaxy is some like the exact same fucking like 
old school looking artwork that that did and i i don't know it, it was cracking me up how old this looked but yeah, yeah. like and and not in like a detrimental way at least not no, for me not like, at all it, it's very nostalgia bait and i love it and yeah it's it, fantastic it'll fucking take you back to when games were good <laughs> <laughs> so yeah check that out if you're into space games um last thing i really quickly want to talk touch on is um just because this kind of like goes into news Rainbow Six announced um, new shit, two new operators. They announced some map rework. They put them up on the test server. I played both of the new operators. They're fucking sick, and they're going to change a shitload about that game. The attacking operator can, like, grapple into a window. So, like, she aims at it and fires this fucking thing, and it just pulls her through the window, like, real fucking quick. That's really going to fuck people up. The defender has a shield that he puts down that has, like, a... um, like a napalm cell on the back. It's like somebody jumps over the shield. You fucking shoot that shit and light them on fire. It's fucking awesome. Uh, they also said that they're going to do a battle pass. So if you're into pumping money into that game, you can do that or they're going to have a free version, but they're really doing, really doing good things to keep the people who have been playing this game, like give them new shit on both a free and paid level. And I think that that's really fucking cool. So that's what I did this week. Nice. Yeah. Then I suppose we should probably do some news real quick, huh? Yeah, are are we going to talk about uh, the ending of Gamescom now, or are we going to save that for the end? Did any of you uh, watch that? No, I did, I, I did but what do you mean? <laughs> we can talk shit. about that. Go ahead. So Kojima pre- uh, premiered two clips and then a gameplay clip that begins with Norman Reedus taking a piss after waking up. And after all this... The translator is trying to keep it like PG and fucking Kojima's just sitting there laughing his head off. And the translator is like, Oh yeah, yeah, you can use it as kind of a weapon. And if you if you be in the same spot, shit's gonna happen. And I'm just sitting there. I was laughing my ass off because Kojima didn't give two fucks and the translator was trying to Are we gonna address how much urine is in his games? It's kind of become the feet of Quentin Tarantino. Is it really that bad? Not that. I, no, I mean, it's like no. immediately came to mind the situation in Metal Gear Solid 2 where yeah. Snake pisses all over. Uh... No, there's there's a soldier who um, just starts taking a piss over the side of a balcony. And if you're below that, you can get pissed on. And if you call somebody, I don't remember who, if you call somebody on your codec, they have a conversation about you getting pissed on. <laughs> I think it's the save person, uh, me, but, uh, Rose. Yeah, it, it might be. She's also the one where if you shoot too many birds, she gets pissed off of you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he's, I love Kojima's weirdness, uh, that the stuff that they showed, even though I didn't want to watch it, I watched it with my eyes wide open and, uh, so when he's walking away from Jeff Cayley's character, and he looks over his shoulder and then promptly falls flat off a fucking cliff. And he goes, of course it would be me. <laughs> like, if it's this self-aware the entire time, that's going to be fucking... I have no doubt that this is going to be both self-aware and not self-aware in tandem with each other. So do we know what the fuck this game is about yet? Or is nope. it still just ideas i mean there are things you can pick out like it's some sort of post-apocalyptic thing there is um some sort of dimensional 
or other realm situation happening they announced a new character who gave birth and her umbilical cord is still attached to her baby who's in another dimension or some shit i think it's like i mean in the previous show it's been hades i think everybody that died in whatever event is still there not passing on i guess you could say and it's like that divide that they're trying to breach or fix or something like that because it's all fucking it up. i don't fucking know yeah it it led let some bad shit in here um they also showed like you're gonna run into these side characters who are like preppers i think they call them and they're just like living alone and jeff Keeley's one of them and i fucking rolled my eyes so hard at that but <laughs> at least it sounds like he won't be like an integral part um so yeah we don't like really know but we know you are connecting cities across the U.S. from East yeah. Coast to West Coast. That's a, the most concrete thing they gave us out of the last three years worth of, of shit. You know it's a fucking Kojima game, and you know that you're going to fucking buy it because it's a fucking Kojima game. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was um, that happened at the opening night live, which is Jeff Keighley's new venture in Gamescom. So he has that in the Game Awards now, or the i don't even they renamed the game award something i think but um let me run down just a few announcements that came out of there uh first things first today they announced that um i guess it's an fmv game oh oh, you're talking about uh you're talking Uh, erica erica uh it's it's a new live action interactive thriller quote unquote coming out for the ps4 um today so that's out now you can why the fuck are we still making FMV games in 2019? Because I honestly don't even know what the abbreviation means. Full, full motion, motion video. Yeah, um, you know, you know it was like full yeah, metal vacuum uh, or something. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know those games in the 90s that was just like like choose a, your own a, adventure stuff. But Area it was 51, like, like I, we got one of those at the fucking bowling alley in the arcade. Uh, and you're there's like real people in the game, or even if you think like Mortal Kombat was essentially an FMV at first right a- any uh, game yeah. from like the 90s like you had like the old jedi knight games those were acted a uh, wing commander had fucking mark hamill and john rice yeah. davies like the, instead of cutscenes in game you got real actor the cutscenes. but like so, okay m- more specifically fmv games have zero graphics in them they are yeah it is a choose your own adventure movie so they'll have people act out both paths and depending on which one you choose that's where the acting goes that that sort of shit so it's a weird thing that they're doing um sony is not above doing weird shit of course and i don't i kind of want to check that out money i mean it's not weird to put money behind death stranding but death stranding is a weird title that so yes a lot of money and so they like weird 100 yeah they are not afraid to do things that apparently people like microsoft are afraid to do so um that's out now i don't know how much that is i haven't looked into it yet and haven't it's not on this page here that i'm looking at but i'm kind of interested in that that is exclusive and the other interesting part about this is you can either play with a ps4 controller or an app on your phone so oh interesting i kind of like the more games moving towards using your phone because it kind of lets you it lets you expand information away for free yeah, well, yeah. yeah, there's plenty of things that already do that for us. We don't need to be at like, there's no point in being paranoid about your information being sold. And like for anybody, it's not a reasonable thing to be scared of because it happens and has been happening. Oh, Anyways, yeah. you can't. It, yeah, you can't go back in time. Yeah, it's it, the damage is done. You're not going to fix it now. Yeah. Um, not oh, but what I was saying, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. I like that that 
that opens the door to have more players in games, kind of like with Jackbox. How like you can just be at someone's house, go to the website, yeah. put the key in. Cool, you can fucking play now. So I like that. I like the the continued integration of smartphones as controllers. Yeah, I mean, in the right game, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that um, Takelings game I talked about last week or a couple weeks ago, like that's a good example. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna be playing Destiny on my phone. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll have that companion app open. Like, let's you get would if you could, though. Like, if you could plug a controller in and just set your phone up and fucking crank out some Destiny, you know you'd do it in a lot more places. No, well, no uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to play on an Xbox for that, but um, or Stadia apparently. Perfect, perfect world scenario to where you can open your phone and play Destiny anywhere, play any game anywhere. You're telling me that's not fucking sweet, and you wouldn't do it? I. No, I, mean, I wouldn't. I like to play games in my fucking lazy boy or at my desk. I can't do I it. Mean, like, yeah, phone, but you're like not on my there. phone, it is the hardest fucking thing for me to do. I don't know. Look, man, you just attach it to your face right in front of your eyes. <laughs> then it looks like a fucking 100 inch screen. I mean, yeah, like Lyle's TV. If I was the kind of person who like flew a lot and I was on a plane, like that'd oh, be really cool. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, if I'm at home, or on something that's not like a seven hour excursion, I'm not gonna even like bother with it, you know? Yeah. yeah maybe it'll change. Maybe I'll get fucking stadium and I'll be like, yo, this shit changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now walking 18 miles to work and just playing the whole time. Who knows? <laughs> um, not part of opening night live. I just want to mention real quick since we're talking about surprise drops, both Hotline Miami games and Super Hot have launched on Switch fucking oh, cool. games that were at the bowling alley arcade holy shit that's sweet wow. that is sweet i don't know what you just said but that is sweet oh sorry speaking of games that were at the fucking bowling alley arcade no like i heard you and i oh. understood what yeah what, what the game were you talking were? about <laughs> yeah like what the the hot pursuit games no oh uh i'm almost positive uh, we're, we are that's not at all speaking what i said but completely uh, different <laughs> Speaking of unrelated things at all, there's a perfect segue for whatever you want to take next. <laughs> I like how you took the word hot out of there and you're like, hot pursuit, fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, I swear to God, I heard that, but all right. Damn, I'm losing it. Um, they made some other announcements, showed some other videos. Uh, I want to say real quick, I think that Predator Hunting Grounds game looks fucking dope. I, I want to get it. That looks fucking <laughs> They surprise announced Kerbal Space Program 2. Fuck yes, I'm... Fuck yes, indeed. Uh, and a sequel to Remothered. Uh, Remothered Broken Porcelain is coming out, and I thought Remothered was pretty fucking sick. It is essentially a spiritual successor to um, uh, Clock Tower, which I fucking loved back in the day. So apparently we're getting sure, an order and... uh, fucking references. Dude, Clock Tower's legit. Alright, here's... I'm gonna set the stage for you. You're you're a girl. Alright, right, I actually, like you're this actually, already. You're actually like several characters, but like you're a girl and you have to run away from a serial killer with fucking giant scissors. The girl has giant scissors or the serial killer has giant the scissors? The serial killer has giant scissors. I'm say it's and very dangerous. Sometimes, scissors. And sometimes in the second one, the phone will ring and you answer it. And it's just this creepy ass voice that says, I'm going to kill you. And well, you're a little kid playing smart. this game and you're fucked. So the scissor man <laughs> is the name of the bad guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Of course, he's got giant. So these are all point and clicks. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Um. Later, they became a little more directly interactive. But anyway, they were cool. They were nobody has done anything quite like that since, and I appreciate that. Remothered was not that 
exact type of thing, but it was it had that spirit to it. So I'm excited for a sequel. Uh, nice. And then this also didn't really come out of the opening night live thing, but Sony has acquired uh, Insomniac Games. Finally, that is um, I'm I'm pretty my mind is pretty much spaghetti when it comes to connecting uh, studios to games. Can somebody update Spider-Man me? Spider-Man is Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Oh, um, no, not Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank, uh, most recently Spider-Man. They did Sunset Overdrive on Xbox, which I believe is the only non-PlayStation thing they've done since Ratchet and Clank, but I could be wrong about that. Shit. Uh, I, uh, I had for the longest time assumed that Insomniac was a Sony studio until right? Overdrive came out. And I was like, oh shit, okay. Um, yeah, the Insomniac makes some good ass shit. They also did um uh fuck. They did Infamous, right? Mm, I should I, know that, but I don't. No, 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 no. They did Resistance. That was the one that they did. Yeah, oh. I was gonna say not not fuck resistance. There's one that hasn't been played in a while. <laughs> oh man, I would love another resistance game. Also, they're <laughs> responsible for Spyro. Spyro, yes. Yeah, that is that is one that we're forgetting. So, um so yeah. Real quick, Good speaking move. of like remasters, uh I mean not really talking about remasters, we're talking about old PlayStation games. When the fuck are we getting a Jack and Daxter trilogy uh up res? Because I'll buy that in a fucking heartbeat. Um there was one on PS3. It sucks. I, it's, yeah, it's not I, great. <laughs> I don't want a PS3 one. I want a PS4 one. I want a fully remastered Jack and Daxter 3. Give it to me now. <laughs> Damn it. Look, I'm sure it's in the pipeline, right? Like it has to be. I, I don't know, man. One. There's only like, I don't think that shit's going to be popular for that long. So they got to pump it out soon enough, right? I mean, dude. They're working what's, on it what's for the PS5. timetable? I mean, it's gonna be like the old. It's gonna be just the Insomniac <laughs> catalog. Here's all of their games, <laughs> featuring Sunset Overdrive on PlayStation for the first time. <laughs> oh damn! <clears throat> you never know. Um, so that's kind of the big Gamescom stuff that's come out. Unless you think I'm missing something, Matt. I don't remember. Yeah, unless you're I mean, really, really into Anno like I was, and yeah, I mean, like school child and some of that shit. But yeah, Anno's getting some expansions. Um, Metro Exodus also getting some story expansions. Um, they announced that Call of Duty is going to have an alpha weekend uh, this weekend, this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. An uh, alpha? Free f- yeah, alpha. Uh, free for all PS4 players. Don't even need plus any of that shit. Um, and that's their 2v2 gunfight mode. So I'll be checking cool. that out. I don't know if anyone else is here or, you know, in general. If everyone's <laughs> burned out on Call of Duty, I, I have no idea. Like the only person on it. You yeah, I'm the only one. Around. I'm. One V zero, it turns out. Yeah, who knows? Uh, let's get into some bummer news since that's what we do, right? We um, should just call the podcast Depression bummer. Quest. Depression <laughs> Quest. Oh, f- uh, Dude, I'd like to turn in my quest, please. I've completed it. Yeah, I- <laughs> I've completed it. Oh, uh, we're not gonna, get, we're not gonna go in. Nope, we're not gonna go any farther than that. If you, seconds too far. If you have the Depression Quest board game at home and you're playing along, you can now cross off swatting on uh, this month's topics. Oh, God. That, that 16 year old that won the Fortnite Cup got swatted during a live stream. Really? Fucking what the uh, fuck, dude! Oh God, I don't understand, dude. I don't fucking get it. That's all that I have for that story. I don't fucking understand. But also, all right. So you guys know I'm I'm a pretty big Apex Legends fan still. Oh God, you, this you guys have fallen off. <laughs> 
they recently had their solos event and something they're calling the Iron Crown, which gets you unique cosmetics. A lot of them are actually really fucking dope. But of course, with a free to play game, they came out in loot box form. This is where it first started to unravel for me because the cost of one of these loot boxes was like 17 bucks. What the fuck? Um, that's that's pricey. That's that's a lot of money. Uh-huh. Uh, you can earn. I think you can earn like five just by playing. Um, and I think I want to say like 15 or so will get you everything like it is a non duplicate situation. People were a little bummed about this, that they had to pay for these $17 boxes just to get like one item that they wanted. So respawn comes out and they're like, okay, yeah, we fucked up. Like we're going to open a shop and you can just buy the one that you want for might also be $17 an item. I'm not sure. It's, it's also pricey, but like if you want just one skin, just drop 20 bucks and get the fuck over it. Yeah. Well, on Reddit, (laughs) one of the developers was uh, coming out talking about this shit. Yada, yada, yada. It devolved very fucking quickly to this developer calling the community asshats and Uh, dicks and fucking all this other shit. It really fucking it took off like it. It took off like crazy in a way that uh, probably is going to lose this person their job, to be honest with you. Um, Just goes to show you how passionate. That's the word we're going to use, right? Passionate. (laughs) To cap this off, because I don't think we really need to say anything else about that particular portion. Vince Zampella, the CEO of Respawn, came out and issued an apology saying, hey, shit kind of got out of hand, right? And said like, yo, we want an open, healthy relationship with our community because that's what we're about. Mm -hmm. So didn't say like, yo, our fucking customer service team now has one less person in it apply here (laughs) but um they're at least taking notice of the shit that went down and i don't know i i think respawn's a good company i they have not done wrong by me but i'm not the person who gets mad about loot boxes so maybe that's maybe i'm not the kind of person who's supposed to be offended (laughs) i mean the company i'm not the company the community can be absolute jackass (laughs) sometimes too oh no every every community yeah um, and a couple other pieces of game news. We have a few studio departures. The Halo Infinite creative di- director has left 343 Industries reportedly among a leadership shakeup. Um, even though the departure seems to be voluntary, it looks like they were sort of just trying to work some things around, trying to, um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but this doesn't seem to be related to how good or bad the development of the game is going but there may be like some sort of directional change that they were looking at. And this is speculation at this point, of course, like we don't know everything, but a lot of things have been said about this. So this person has been working on halo games for quite some time. So it is kind of weird to see them leaving before the game is finished, but yeah, I feel like just a mid development, uh, not mass quitting, but resignation is just kind of a weird thing to happen. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, like in, a... in between games, are these devs working or like when they get assigned to a job, it's like, hell yeah, this is I'm, I'm making a fucking check We're we're going to make money. And we're going to put it away. And like, if you're not, I don't know, how guaranteed are you to be on a game? I mean, if you're on the development team, you're you're on that studio's stuff, right? Like, OK, I was just put like beyond when that title comes out that you've been assigned to. Are you guaranteed anything after that? No, I would say no, and, no. Oh, that's a okay. big fucking problem. That, that's like yeah. one of the reasons that they want to unionize because you'll see shit like that. Not not this in particular, but there is plenty of evidence in the past where like 
people work crazy fucking crunch hours like you know that that is a really hot 90 hour work weeks yeah they do that to finish a game then the game comes out then fucking layoffs hit and those people are without a job i think unless you're in one of like major major studios like bethesda there are people that have worked there for 25 fucking years like bethesda blizzard even though they just had a big ass round of layoffs like one of the big studios you will be moved to another project but if you're in one of the hundreds of studios working for something like ea there's no fucking guarantee that you're going to be working after that particular product is shipped okay so that i mean that goes even further to uh to support that it's really odd to have a lot of people quit in the middle of development as opposed to being laid off i mean uh, yeah but like this isn't this isn't like a lot of people right in this we're talking like under 10 this is a guy this is this is the creative director tim longo like he he's the guy um and i mean it could it could be a number of reasons he it could just be he doesn't like where he's going he don't get along that he just maybe is done with it. Maybe like he's done with all this fucking work or, or he wants to go open his own studio. Like that happens a lot. Yep. So, so we don't really know. Um, Who are we talking about the, the three, four, three creative director. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Microsoft did put out a statement saying that like this, this new per new person is taking over um, the halo infinite. The studio head is going to um, serve as the creative vision and production of the game. And uh, no ill will is felt over Longo's departure. So it, it from that statement, it sounds like he was just like, hey, like, I just want to leave. Yeah, like, I got to go. Here's my two weeks. Um, yeah, I, I can't do yeah. it anymore. I'm sorry. You, you can't make me stay. Yeah. So so we don't actually know. Um, Good for him. Thing we, yeah. I mean, potentially. Sure. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming he has something like lined up. Like he probably has something he wants to do or. Maybe he's got money. He just wants to stay at fucking home. Like maybe he misses his kids. I don't know. Like that's you, what I was gonna say. I was like, nobody he's knows what this retiring. dude's <laughs> nobody knows what this dude's bank account looks like. What if he's been making fat money, living in a very affordable house, driving a used car with no payment, and he's been putting his money aside and he's like, nah, I don't think I want to work anymore, and just fucking lays it down. He's like, I'm gonna go travel with my family. Goals yeah. right there. That's goals. Pull a fucking <clears throat> Chris Metz and come back and voice yeah. thrall every once in a while to get a little bit extra. <laughs> Actually, on the topic of quitting your job, um, if you are fucking miserable at a job, you you gotta go. Oh shit! Oh, I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're quitting now. Okay, <laughs> I'm out. Um, yeah, for sure. Don't don't waste your time. Like we as people, especially as Americans, spend a long time and a significant portion of our lives working like your life is not defined by your work enjoy your life and work to supplement that yeah speaking of that that's wholesome quest for the day (laughs) that's wholesome quest for the the moment um another thing we also don't really know much about is the um lead producer of dragon age 4 which does not have a name has left bioware so no that ben irving was anthem no this this is the new guy this is the other right they had the, another one leave oh yeah yes, God damn it. bring back mike laidlaw no he's <laughs> yeah no, he, he's, that guy. he's definitely done i don't <laughs> think it's a good time i don't think it's a good year to work for bioware i feel bad they, they you, need to do something it's it's sad i like, feel really it, bummed out because i guarantee you that there are people who are fresh out of school who got hired there they fucking worked hard they got the job they're excited to go work for Bioware, and then in their first six months, Anthem drops, and they're like, oh, and they're like, shit, hey, Mark, <laughs> um, 
we need someone to take control of the Anthem Reddit. Um, <laughs> you can just go, just answer a few questions, uh, just log in. Two hours you're, a day is fine. You're our sacrifice. We're sorry. You don't um, get a raise. Here's, here's your fucking bottle of whiskey for the day. And yeah. <laughs> we'll see you later. Uh, so, yeah, I mean. You just immediately get PTSD counseling when you take the position. Yeah. <laughs> here's your, your sit-in therapist. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird that your benefits package includes a 24-7 therapist on call yeah. for no charge. <laughs> Now, if you'll excuse me, I got to go interview some people because you're going to leave immediately. Oh. Here's the bathroom. Here's the break room. Here's the breakdown room. Uh, here's the. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. On the bright side. <laughs> that's the all the bummer news. <laughs> yeah. That. They'll, they'll, turn, they'll turn it around, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll get there or everybody will leave and just start a new studio. You know what, dudes? It's not impossible. Look at No Man's Sky. We've been singing its praises this this whole, not this whole cast, but earlier in the same episode, we were singing the praises of No Man's Sky. And so, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be not normal, Trace, and I'm going to say that it is possible. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I would not say that that's like the same. I would love to know which development studio started the worst and ended, or has gotten to the best. You know. Like which fucking extremes for fucking sure. Yeah, maybe like like they're definitely a contender, but I'd have to look at like a lot of them to I'm sure there are some very big misses in I mean even Rockstar started out really fucking weird and bad on the Nintendo sixty four. So I don't know, that's and just an interesting thought experiment. But well, actually, I mean, Ko- uh, Kojima started out making fucking Japanese dating sims. That's a pretty crazy character arc. I'm gonna go ahead and nominate him for one of the one of the biggest rags to riches stories. Hey, those, yeah, those dating sims could have been good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like or were they just like the best fucking dating sims? Did they They're probably the weirdest the- fucking dating sims? They they probably made the modern dating sims. You just go, you just go and get pissed on. That's all you do in Kojima's dating sims. Kojima well, made had a full boyfriend, right? No, but I know probably, that, yeah, that probably that was just the weirdest it. dating sim I could think of. Uh, Dream Daddy. I would argue that Hatful Boyfriend is weirder game. than Dream Daddy. <laughs> yeah, Dream sure. Daddy's a fucking good ass game. Um, that's the bummer video game news for the day. I have four more things. Then I'll we let you say go. two and a half of them. Huh? Oh, Best I can do. Shit. All right, sounds good. I know which ones. <laughs> <I'm picking. laughs> uh, Matt and I mostly spoke about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a few weeks back, and we were discussing a little bit about how they portrayed Bruce Lee in that movie. I don't want to spoil anything, but we did. He did enlighten me to the fact that that was a perspective on Lee and not supposed to be the actual representation of him. Since then, we also talked about how Bruce Lee's daughter took exception to his portrayal. Mm-hmm. Since then, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has also come out and said that that is probably not how he should have been portrayed in the movie. Coupled with that, or that uh, Bruce Lee no. should have been portrayed like that. That Bruce Lee should not, because Kareem is a friend of Bruce oh, Lee. Okay was um so he also says like yo tarantino really fucked up making bruce lee into such an asshole i'm still viewing this through the conversation that matt and i had and then i found out that tarantino really does maintain that bruce lee was kind of an asshole so i think tarantino's just wrong here (laughs) yeah i don't agree with tarantino's view but in the context of the movie they had to show how much of a badass cliff was and having him beat an absolute legend was a good way to show that, I think. But yeah. 
not even be yeah. like into a draw kind of so yeah so I, I don't know anyway that is, that is what it is let's well, just another person has taken exception to that another person who was very familiar with bruce lee so mm-hmm. um if that if that is how you need to view that movie then there's that information uh yep once upon a time in hollywood i uh won a oh yeah poster from alamo draft house that's so fucking rad signed by tarantino so fuck yeah i like it was it it actually signed or was it like it it is actually signed it came straight from fucking sony pictures so nice framed and everything does like cool real shit like that yeah i have a copy of tusk around here that's signed by kevin smith really that's my that's my prized <laughs> signing. I also have that number one Deadpool, but that comic is in trash condition. A <laughs> uh, couple more things, then we'll get the fuck out of here. The Mortal Kombat movie has a few more stars that have been cast. Uh, we now have a Liu Kang. We have a Jax and a Molina. Uh, Molina's a new a new actress. I don't think she's been in anything. Uh, Jax is somebody I'm not immediately familiar with. The only reason I want to talk about this is because the guy who played Lance in Striking Vipers in the Black Mirror episode is playing Liu Kang. Ah, oh my god. Talk about fucking full circle, dude. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, just, I could not <laughs> stop laughing when I heard that. The wannabe Liu Kang in the unlicensed Black Mirror turns into the real Liu Kang. I, I think he's a great fucking casting for that. He looks like him. He obviously has like the physical tools. Um that would be fucking great. The guy playing Jax is James Olsen in Supergirl. If anyone is familiar with that um, show, I have not seen it, but he is he is in there. Um, I can't remember the superhero that he plays that Olsen is, but whatever. Uh, Kevin Smith, we've talked about him a few times on this podcast just today, has announced with Netflix and Mattel that they're making a He-Man anime series. I'm, I'm curious to see how this goes. Is it going to be only made to sell toys? <laughs> yeah, of course, yes. <laughs> Is this going to be bad? It's Is interesting it that they say anime and not animated. That kind of like has me a little worried, but uh-huh. yes. Um, uh, is is this just because of the success of um, Castlevania? I would. Oh, I didn't even so. thought about that. Because Kevin Smith is not an anime dude. No, it's, it's not like you're like, hey, we fucking got Miyazaki to make a He-Man show. No, yeah. it's it's kevin smith and you remember that batman on bat- that likes batman yeah he's he's making your anime now yeah. well kevin yeah. smith might be a huge fucking weeb but uh hey, i don't, I don't know, know that i've ever heard nerd. him talk about anime definitely uh, a nerd maybe probably not a weeb I he's he's talked about he-man i think so that's that's a I yeah think but that anime if it's an anime reboot like i'm trying to think because i know that they've discussed like the upcoming akira movie and and that sort of shit i'm just I don't I don't think that he's like super into anime like inherently. So yeah. I don't think I'm, it's gonna be full on Japanese style anime. I think it could just be like Castlevania, just animated with that particular, you know. Yeah. It's just weird that they style. chose Not that like a, term. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, but I, I think it's right up his fucking wheelhouse. It's the eighties, it's old toys, it's old shows like that. We know he's into that kind of shit. I think he'll do fine with it. Yeah. I'm I believe it will not be another fucking yoga hosers. <laughs> I believe. Yoga hosers. <laughs> um, last thing I want to say, I just want to pour one out. Uh, the great actor Peter Fonda has passed away. Pouring one out. I'm not pouring I don't know if that's a waste of beer, but it's this is water. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all are Peter Fonda fans. If you like the Easy Rider, 
Um, I would have to say the Fondas are probably my favorite family of actors. Of course, you fucking con. I dare you to say that to Donny Osmond's face, you fuck. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and I'll quote fuck. Henry Fonda while fucking doing it. Oh fuck Donny Osmond and fuck you for saying that. <laughs> Donny Osmond. He, he was like literally the only, like, <laughs> it's the only actor you could think the, of. The first one that came to my head. <laughs> the Jacksons? Um. <laughs> Right, anybody you, okay? i don't know right. um Yo. anyway that's our show dude that's our show shit all right well uh you can find us on social media facebook twitter where we, or facebook we are game quest twitter instagram we're game quest log you can find the uh link to our discord server in the show notes provided that jordan remembers it other than <laughs> that take your war get the fuck out and fuck you jacob for ruining this show